0: Your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon,
2: everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. On this first Monday of the October month, Jeff Jordan. Is, uh he's pretty normal around here here on the Monday with his blue on today, Jeff. Yes, sir. Beautiful fall week, wasn't it? And it looks like another one coming up.
3: One of the best weeks we've had in a long time.
2: Twenty twenty has been a strange year, but the one thing about it that is that has been good. If you'll recall back last year at this time, it was still hot, really hot. Uh, heat index was still in, in play for some folks, and uh, this this year we get up to forty five degrees in the morning. It's brisk and cool and very comfortable. And uh, anyway, I, I'm I'm thankful for that.
3: I am too. Uh, it's it's. Um, uh, it's just really been an unusual, and it, and it looks like it's going to well, stay that way. I guess fall is here.
2: Well, I think fall is here. My, my mother-in-law is with us right now. She's with. She, she thinks winter's here.
3: Well, okay, <laughs> I, I get that from my wife too. The, the first leaf that changes color, down panics. She thinks you know, snowmen are going to be in the front yard within you know 24 hours, and, and I keep telling her that that's not the case, that it's going to be weeks, and that this, actually, October is the prettiest month of the year, which it is, and the first two weeks of November usually are pretty nice, but um, she's not having any of that.
2: Do you find it fa- fascinating that it can be 72 degrees in the house year-round, and when the, it's cold outside, people are cold inside? <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: I know. You're exactly right. Well... I, I probably have already said too much. I hope she's. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. Well, today. I'm,
2: I'm satisfied. My mother-in-law is not listening.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jeff, uh, really sad chapter is closed in high school football. That being Memphis schools, there's a bunch of them. I don't know, 25 or 30. Looks like it, there's a ton in that area that uh, just not going to play football this year. That their time is gone. It's time to just go ahead and put the sheet over the top of, of it. And I just I hate it for the kids and. I, and I know how difficult it is sometimes when you have a school five miles to your north and two miles to your south and three miles to the east all playing but you can't and I, i'm I, I just feel bad for all concerned there
3: i do too it it's it's really a shame this COVID thing has it has just affected almost everything that we do uh, just about everything and um uh, who would have dreamed in March when we walked out of the school, we thought we'd be back in about a week, maybe sure. two, you know, and and we get this thing under control and everything. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that's what we thought, and uh, and here we are. Uh, well, really, seven months later, almost, and uh, we're just about in the same shape. In in many cases, we are.
2: Yeah, of course, we've we've been re- relatively fortunate here in this area. Uh, we've had uh, a football game or two canceled and have last friday night as an example of that some volleyball issues some this that, and the other but by and large most teams are getting through it and making it making it work and uh, but as i say metro nashville has now played its second week and which means the Stewart creeks and the uh laverne's and smyrna's of the world are, literally do have a di- district to play in now our region i should say
3: and i didn't keep up with all the scores but uh out of out of metro but uh and I know that the, the, this had – and I'm not blaming it. I'm not saying anything uh, at all. But, I mean, Smyrna beat Cane Ridge for the first time ever. Uh, and Cambridge, uh, Ridge, of course, had – and McGavick got absolutely plastered um, by Stewart's Creek. Of course, it's a good Stewart's Creek game uh, – team. Nashville Overton got beat. I mean, all these people are playing their first game. Now, I don't know about all the rest of them. I didn't look to sure. see how they did or even who they were playing. But um, – uh, you, you, they're certainly not on the same page with uh, with the
2: Rutherford County teams that have been playing since the first week. Would you imagine that some players, maybe large numbers of players, but I, at least some, chose to, about three weeks ago to say, you know, the heck with it. I'm just not going to fool with going to practice every day, knowing that I may not get to play.
3: I would. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but I guess there would have to be some of that. Uh, Uh, it's hard enough when you you know you got a full season in front of you but if you realize that and you might you might just find something else to do
2: Jeff talking about going back to Memphis and then we'll take our first break and get back to local sports Uh, if they're not playing football outside in October you got to think strongly about playing basketball inside in November and December and Memphis basketball not being in place would just be well uh, unthinkable
3: it would be um, and uh, and like it or not um and i don't happen to like it but like it or not the the memphis squads have uh, i think pretty much uh well i don't want to say dominated necessarily but they've come pretty close to dominating every level in men's basketball anyway for sure sure and um the women they haven't been near as successful although they have they've had some fine teams uh, that came out of memphis um but um, I, I don't know whether they'll play or not. I don't have any idea. Uh, practice starts in about three weeks, usually. Right, right, right uh, around
2: November the fourth, I'm thinking okay. something in that range.
3: Uh And um, and they usually play around Thanksgiving, don't they? Sure. They usually. Yeah. And um, I, I I don't know whether they're going to be able to do that or not. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it, it's but true. it sure looks like we are.
2: Yeah. The college basketball season has been backed up. What two and a half weeks? I think it is. And, right start Thanksgiving weekend if memory serves me correctly and uh and having to reschedule those first games or not play them at all or do uh, what I understand a lot of uh, jamboree kind of things where you get four six eight teams come into one and play Thursday Friday Saturday against different people in the same place and not cut down on that travel
3: I, I hope we're able to have a um, a successful uh, high school and middle school basketball schedule uh, of course the uh Murfreesboro City has a, has a league, and uh, at, the, at the schools, and um, I think made up of fifth fifth and fourth sixth and fifth graders, I think. I, I uh, believe. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, and that's been very well attended uh, in years past. I hope they're able to play. I mean, you know, but I don't know.
2: All right, let's take that first break. We're going to come back and talk about Middle Tennessee's loss to Western Kentucky, the 0 and 4 start. Jeff's head is just, Chance has already hit the ground. Uh, We'll be right back with more All Sports Talk.
5: (laughs) Hey, fellas. I want to encourage you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low-T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low-T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are just 135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at lowteethcenter.com Low Center reinventing men's health care. At State Farm when home and auto work as a team you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wommel. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40 percent you may find it even costs less hello again this is lenny farmer with jennings and Ayers funeral home and cremation services whenever i finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs locking in the price for the rest of their life they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying that wasn't as difficult as i thought you know why because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts you can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422 jennings and ayers
0: wgns primetime sports
4: sponsored by the law offices of john day if you've been injured go to johndaylegal.com
0: We've
1: got a bit of a lighter week for you here on local sports coverage from WGNS, but we're also focused on those Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee. So coming up Tuesday night, Rick Stock still live, 7 o'clock here on the radio as Coach Stock talks about the upcoming game with FIU. Now that's on Saturday, 1.30 airtime here on WGNS as the Blue Raiders travel to Florida International. No Prentice also heating and air Coaches corner or MTCS Cougar corner coming up this Saturday due to fall break this week and no State Farm prep football game for you this week. We will get back at it next week here on WGNS in a big way as Oakland travels to Riverdale for the Battle of the Borough on Friday, October 16th. We've got you covered
0: with local high school and MTSU football right here. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5 FM 101.9 AM 1450 online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com 893-1450 if you'd like to give
2: us a call or text a question to us we'd be more really than glad to take that on the air Jeff we'll get to the battle of the borough and the state of high school football in this area probably after Chipper's report at the bottom of the hour but uh, now let's let's go to Middle Tennessee's lost to Western Kentucky uh, in a uh, great day as far as weather's concerned, but uh, it's just the game was just not a whole lot to get excited about.
3: No, I'm afraid not. And uh, have I ever said on this show that I don't like Western? Have I? You ever have mentioned that? that a time or two. Um, I'm not fond of Western, um, and it, it's it's ironic, really. I, I, I've got a friend of mine that I see twice a month, okay, uh, every, about every third Saturday is when I see him. And, 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 uh, and, and he is a Western guy. Okay. And he, he lives in Bowling Green. And, and he is a serious fan. He, he studies it, analyzes it. He's not an idiot. We know lots of idiots. I would be one <laughs> probably that's just crazy about their own team. But he's, he, li- he likes Western. Okay. Anyway, he told me Saturday morning when I saw him, he said, this is the worst Western team we have ever had. And, he, and I, he said, you all can't possibly lose to us. And I said, oh, you think not? <laughs> but anyway, I, that gave me hope. You know.
2: But I, I, uh, didn't, I didn't look at the Vegas line on the game. But I didn't I was, either. I was told before the game that we were a seven-point favorite. I said, you've got to be kidding. There's no way that could be the case. Well, it wasn't the case. It was Western was favored by seven. An 0-2 team, uh, favored by seven on the road, and uh, I think he's right, Jeff. That was not a good Western Kentucky no, football it team.
3: Certainly was not. Uh, and um, uh, I, I don't know what that says. I don't know what I don't know anything about it. But I'm just you know we just uh, we just can't we our quarterback. And I I, I know I'm sounding like I'm re- repeating what I read in the newspaper this morning. Uh, I was I was at the game. It was pretty obvious, but. Um, our quarterback has to do everything. He has to do it all. And usually one man can't beat you,
2: and, no. he, and he can't. Well, a couple things about that. His his stats are very good. Yes. They were last year. We're yes. This year. I think you've, you've made the point. Statistically, you look at it, it, it ought to be something special when you have a thousand yards rushing as like he did last year or whatever. But, Jeff, we either have no running backs or no blocking up front to, for running backs because we rarely try to run the football, it's certainly between the tackles, almost never. We don't throw it down the field much at all. Either we can't protect the quarterback or we can't get receivers down the field, whatever. So, way too predictable on offense. And for Tony Franklin offense, I, that, that really surprises me because he's an innovative guy. He uh, just says to me, and I'm not on practice field, and I don't know talent if I see it, Jeff, as a football an- analyst. But it just says to me we just don't have a lot of talented people out there on that on the outside or, or any a lot of talented people up front to get that going on because we don't run the football well. We don't throw it long very well. What we can do is run quarterback a little bit. Many running quarterbacks, Jeff, can take it to distance. Asher's not one of those guys. He'll get you six, eight tough, tough yards, but I don't think he's a threat to take it 80, like you find Lamar Jackson, for example, how good a quarterback he was at Louisville and that kind of a, a deal. So – uh, right now, uh, you're, you're exactly right. He cannot, and we cannot, and, and the formula is going to have to change. It strikes me to have any kind of chance to win any games.
3: We do have, I think, at least three, and maybe more, um, pretty far above average receivers. Uh, and if we could protect our quarterback long enough, and that's a has been an issue. Um, but if, if we can protect him long enough, he can complete generally fairly short passes under twenty yards uh, with some regularity. Um, but I, I worry about him, Tim, because you know you and I've watched, and um, we certainly watched Stockstill. I mean, I was, when he got hurt, our, our season was a disaster, right? Sure. And uh, and Asher is not—he's uh, not a big guy. Uh, at all or immensely strong or anything like that and i'm I'm afraid he's going to get hurt but so far even though he's been sacked a good deal and tackled because he runs so much um I, I'm, I'm hopeful that he can last
2: jeff I, again i'm not a football guy analyst from this standpoint if we were talking basketball questions i think i could answer it better and you probably could too there's another factor that's there though that that i don't know the answer to could it be that he is not being able to look at that second receiver and third receiver and he's want to run it too quickly if that first receiver is not open. And quarterbacks is far more than being able to throw the football. You have to be able to call the game. And, and I do question, I don't know this, but I do wonder if he actually has the mental focus to to read defenses call out of plays to get to the second, third receivers the way that you really need to do. Brent Stocksville was so good at that. That's why we were special then. I don't see that in Asher.
3: No, I no, I don't either. And I do think too. I'll just repeat what I've already said. I think he's he's worried about what's going to happen right after the snap. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and that I got to get rid of this thing. Uh, you know, there uh, or I'm going to have to take another sack and lose six, eight, ten yards. Um, I think that's, but so far what he's what he has tried to do, he's done a pretty good job of it. Uh, I, I mean his stats are great. Um, I didn't realize it, uh, but he
2: also punted the
3: other day. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't paying any attention to the punter except how far it went, and I know it. Well, they lined
2: up as if they were going to run the fourth down play, fourth and one and they just did the quick kick, which yeah. you see some quarterbacks do, and he, he did it very successfully it at the one-yard line.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I went brain dead. I didn't even notice it was him, <laughs> but
2: it was. Well, uh, defensively, uh, your buddy may tell us otherwise. <laughs> defensively, we seemed like we were playing better. Could that be because, as your buddy said, the Western Kentucky's offense wasn't very good either?
3: Well, I'm just telling you what what he said and I trust his opinion. Uh he 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 made it very clear that offensively they were they were not good at all. And um and couldn't pass the ball from me to you. I'm just quoting what he said and I found that to be generally true. Um so Well,
2: know. go to Florida International on Saturday, North Texas the following Saturday. Uh COVID and, and all has taken what energy would be in that stadium at all has just gassed it completely now with the 0-4 football team and in in the COVID attendance situation.
3: Well, if any, any team in the country needs a win, it's the Raiders. It is, for sure. Uh, I sure hope they get it. I'll be listening to Chipper to find out.
2: Well, we'll get uh, Chipper's look at that game here in just a minute uh, on the Blue Raider Insider Report. 11-game uh, season, I guess, Jeff, right now is the way it stands. You never know when another game is going to be canceled or Somebody stuck in the schedule, right? Right. High school-wise as well. By the way, Oakland and Brentwood played last Friday night when nobody expected them to play at all. They nope. weren't supposed to schedule to play. And Ron Crawford, who's familiar with this area, of course, assistant coach at Riverdale for years and years with uh, with that ball club there, Gary Rankin and such, uh, they chose to play each other. Two very good football teams. And, by oh gosh, Oakland just put a whipping on them.
3: Um, you know, I – um. You're talking about Ron Crawford. He's a, a, really an excellent coach. And yes. Really, you know how good he is, but he actually got Coffey County to six wins one year <laughs> as head coach, <laughs> and then he left. I guess he thought that was the, the best they were ever Apex. going to do. I doubt if they've won six since then. But uh, that, that's been a long time ago. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have. I, I, I don't really know. But I know you want to talk about high school football here in a minute and, and after Chipper talks, and I guess we can do that. But uh, I would just repeat what I said if – I sure hope the Raiders can, can can do something this week. We we had we had some really fine moments in San yes. Antonio. Yes, we really did. And I thought, well, if we can just play like that, you know, but we didn't. We didn't play that.
2: We didn't play that well. All right, let's go, to Chip Walters, after this break, with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
5: W G N A.
0: Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. Watching traffic increase even more so
1: here on 24, coming back over from Davidson County into Rutherford County. It's just stop and go out here. Sections of 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Sections also of Middle Tennessee Boulevard is stop and go. Hey, celebrate autumn this year at Ober Gatlinburg. during October. Overfest. It's happening now through November 1st. Check it out over at Gatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck here on Time Traffic. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com.
0: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money.
5: You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything.
0: It's time, show your true blue.
1: It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, sponsored by Mike tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.
0: Go Blue Raiders! When
2: you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full service insurance agent. 390 8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390 8476.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
2: It is now time for the Blue Raider Insider Report. Chip Walters is up next.
4: Well, good afternoon, everybody, and another Middle Tennessee-Western Kentucky game went right down to the wire again over the weekend, and yet again, Western Kentucky got the win. 20-17 to was the final, and it marks the fifth time in the last six years that Western Kentucky has gotten the victory in the 100-mile rivalry. The Blue Raiders still lead the overall series now, but only by one game. Middle has won 35, Western has won 34, and there has been, one tie. It was the eighth time in the last ten meetings between the teams that the final was decided by less than a touchdown. The Blue Raiders uh, move on now to take on FIU. The Raiders looked dynamic on offense early, taking a seven-three lead with seven fifty-one left in the first half on a fourteen-play, seventy-five-yard drive that ended with a one-yard rushing score for redshirt junior quarterback Asher O'Hara. The Blue Raiders added a field goal about five minutes later when they recovered a fumble. Holding a 10-3 lead until Western Kentucky scored in the last minute of the first half to knock the score at 10 at the halftime break. And that's when things got tough for the Blue Raiders offensively. Middle punted on their first three possessions of the second half, despite making it into Hilltopper territory twice. Western Kentucky added a third-quarter field goal and widened the lead with a touchdown with 6:04 remaining. Middle did score late, but could not get an onside kick, and Western Kentucky got the victory by a score of 20 to 17. Next up, it's FIU. And in this crazy season, FIU has played only one game, and that was two weeks ago at uh, Liberty, where they lost by a score of 36 to 34. Over this past weekend, other games in Conference USA saw UAB defeat UTSA 21-13. to It was Florida Atlantic over Charlotte 21-17 in a really good game. Southern Miss and North Texas were a 41-31 score with Southern Miss getting the win in Denton. Rice and Marshall was postponed last Friday. BYU beat Louisiana Tech 45-14. Coming up this week, uh, all games are uh, expected to be played. That includes UTSA at BYU, Middle at FIU, Florida Atlantic at Southern Miss, UTEP at Louisiana Tech, Marshall at Western Kentucky, Charlotte will be at North Texas. Right now, all games are a go to this point. All right, let's turn over to women's tennis. The Blue Raider team finished the Mercer Gridiron Classic with a solid showing over the past weekend, capturing nine wins in Macon, Georgia. Lee Barnard, Lydia Burroughs, and sophomore Muskin Gupta recorded a 2-1 record in singles on the weekend while senior Zanny Bernard earned the seventh singles win at the Gridiron Classic with a win over Young of Chattanooga, 7-6, 4-6, 1-0. The Raiders collected two doubles wins as Zannie Bernard and Muskin Gupta downed at Gibbons and Vane He of Chattanooga 8-6. Freshman Liliana Dajanovsky won her first doubles with Gupta as they knocked off the team from Troy. The Blue Raiders returned to action as they host the MTSU invite at the Adams Tennis Complex October 16-18. through On the men's side, after three days of competition, the Blue Raiders earned an impressive 27 wins at the Dale Short shootout this past weekend against Chattanooga, Troy, and ETSU at the Adams Tennis Complex. Overall, the Blue Raiders were 27 and 11. They were 9 and 4 in doubles play and 18 and 7 in singles play. You can check out all of the scores on GoBlueRaiders.com. Don't forget tomorrow night. It's Rick to live at seven o'clock. If you'd like to get questions or comments into the head coach, do it now. Send them into radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, everybody, have a great- Great Monday and enjoy this beautiful weather for the rest of the week.
2: All right, Chipper, we will do that for sure. We're going to go ahead and take that break right now so we can get to high school football right after this on All Sports Talk.
4: A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living 895-3002 or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. If it's spring break around the Rutherford County and Murfreesboro City Schools,
2: and so we have less activity this week than typical, but... Fall break, actually. Fall break. Okay.
3: I do it, too, all the time. Thank you.
2: <laughs> We're on break anyway. So, uh, as I said, that will uh, preclude several teams from playing, but let's go ahead first, let's get to the last week's scores. We can use that as our... Springboard to get into the, the conversation.
3: Well, not all of these uh, you're going to like, but here we go. Uh, Coffee County beat Rockvale 20 to 14. I had hopes for uh, for the the Rockets, but it didn't didn't work out. Still haven't won a region game. They have won a game, however, which is good. Laverne beat Nashville oberton 33 26. Lewis County, who was the favorite to win that region, uh, put it on Eagleville pretty good, 39 to seven. Uh, Riverdale beat Seagull 28-0. Smyrna beat Cane Ridge 27-24. Stewart's Creek beat McGavock 49-6. Kings Academy beat Middle Tennessee Christian School 54-35. to Not very often you score 35 and get beat, is it? But, but, but the uh Christian School did that. Uh, and uh, the Blackmon-Overton uh, o- Oakland game was, uh, was canceled, as you know. Uh, and uh, uh, Oakland picked Up Brentwood, I think they did that uh, well, like Monday or Tuesday, yeah, it, it, it,
2: it, it, less than seven days, yeah, uh,
3: which is um, very unusual. And uh, boy, Oakland put it on them 37 uh, nothing. And I know people are maybe if they haven't been keeping up with Brentwood, I mean, this is a state championship team, and as is Oakland, and uh. Coached by a state championship coach, sure. who was loaded with material, and uh, and Oakland beat them and beat them badly. And uh, you know, when when I saw that that game was going to take place, I thought, knowing Memphis problems, I thought, you know, Brentwood may be the best team in the West. Yes. And 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 that game could be maybe the the Blue Cross Bowl.
2: You know, this of past course. week. Yes.
3: And uh, well, it's. It's not. (laughs) Well, for those who are saying, wait
2: a minute, Brentwood's not in the West. Understand, we take the state and cut it right in half. Right. And Murfreesboro schools are on the eastern side. Franklin, a county over, is on the western side. Right. what you're talking about. So so Brentwood and Oakland couldn't play each other in the playoffs until the championship game.
3: Um, I would suggest to you that uh, Coach Crawford uh, uh, wanted – there was no reason to play the game, by the way, in his case necessarily. Sure, um, but I suggest, like most coaches, if most coaches will do whatever they can do if it makes their team better. Otherwise, I mean, why would you do well, something? You know, and and he thinks that he's going to play great competition, and uh, and and if you do that, you got a chance you're going to lose. But I doubt if he looked forward to thirty-seven to nothing. But that's the way it was. Well, he.
2: He clearly didn't expect that to happen. I, I think he had every thought that we could lose this football game, as Kevin Creasy probably did too as well because it's playing a quality of opponent. But uh, I, I, you got to think Ron Crawford felt like his ball club would be more competitive. And Jeff, if they played again, they very well may be. I mean, it, it, it sometimes you just do have one of those nights. That's correct. You do. Well, the,
3: the, this week, as you already said, uh, fall break, and uh, we do have two games. Uh, I think this is it. I, I don't believe with any others. Uh, uh, Wilson Central goes to Laverne. Laverne's three and two, and Stewart's Creek is three and three, and they go to Antioch. Now, I, I, I think um, they're
2: playing that on a Thursday night, if I'm um, not mistaken.
3: They may well be. I don't know. Uh, and I was a little nervous about the Antioch because it had Antioch. I, 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 the schedule said that it was, so I, I assume that it is. Yeah, they're they're playing. So I guess <laughs> as we be said, iffy. be sure to check before you do anything.
2: Jeff, don't look now, but the Wolverines are on top of the on top of the region at three and zero.
3: <laughs> it's like my Washington Redskins, whoop Washington football team. Excuse me, we're one and three, and and we're I think we're tied for the for the for the lead in the conference. Well, don't put Laverne
2: in that category. Laverne is five and two. Jeff, oh, overall they're well, three and zero in the region. Okay, so they're not in that Washington football teams thing where. One wins get you that way. Well, and I'm they, glad
3: they're not playing Washington
2: because they probably beat them. I I, I can't say in the 32-year history now, I guess of, of Laverne High School football that they've been in this position before to be leading the pack after this many games. No, oh, I'd, I'd say that's probably right. Um, now we do know the, the nemesis awaits Smyrna. Yes, Laverne has beaten Smyrna what twice.
3: Uh, or, or once.
2: Or once. I mean, it, it's, been, it's been way lopsided in years that you and I both would have bet that Laverne would win the football game. It didn't happen that way.
3: That's correct. And, they, and Laverne, God bless him. Uh, of course, I, I know these, these kids, of course, weren't there then, and this coach was not there. Uh, and he, and he, you know, uh, But Laverne has lost Smyrna in every conceivable way possible. They've lost on the last play of the game. They've lost on uh, getting a field goal blocked. And then they've lost before tip-off. I mean, it just depends on when you want to lose. They lose. I, and
2: maybe they won't this year. I don't know. The Smyrna-Laverne game very well could be for the region championship. It could well be. That's right. Which would be which would be fun. Add a little spice to that rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that would be needed. Rivalry. Okay. All right. That's okay. Uh, well, Okay. All right, and as we mentioned last week, Warren County also sits in the three-way tie at the top of the region with Oakland-Riverdale. Uh, Warren County will play Oakland and Riverdale the last two weeks of the season. That is correct. And Oakland-Riverdale, yeah. one of them is going to have a loss when they go into that deal because somebody's going to lose this next, next Friday night. This one, not this one, but the next Friday night, the Battle of the Borough. Right,
3: they play the, uh, I guess, it's, is it the 15th or whatever next Friday, a week from Friday is, and um, – That'll settle that, I guess. And uh, But it, but either team will still be in the playoffs, I'm almost certain. Oh, yeah. Um, and both of them will play Warren County, and I, I I don't know whether both of them will beat Warren County or not. I think Oakland will. I don't know whether Riverdale will or not. The, the Warriors have won six in a row, I think. Yes, they have. Um, and are playing well. They're not scoring a lot of points in doing that. And, uh, and Warren County usually – can put up a pretty good number, so I guess we'll see.
2: Well, they pitched the shut out defensively, which is a really good place to be strong, right? Right,
3: right. Twenty-eight, nothing was the score. And how the about playoffs? them
2: dogs? Those dogs are a winner in Smyrna. They've they've come off with a pretty good season after a week one loss to a opponent they didn't expect to play. That was Pope John Paul II, who has turned out to be one heck of a football team, Jeff. They've got, they've had a really good year. Are we, uh, is, there, is there anything that's unsure about the
3: playoffs and how the see the is going to handle it. Do we, do we know yet uh, if, if they have to pick a fourth team and it uh, has to come out of Metro? Do we know how they're I mean, well, it, it'll be decided on the field, won't it, but the limited number of games. The,
2: the, the problem's going to be, and I have not investigated this to see, how many of those games are going to be made up that you literally have to drop a non-region game so you can play a region game. I, I don't know if they dictate that or not, but you'd like to be able to see those, those squads play as many region games as they could for the, just for that purpose.
3: And I think you brought this up some weeks ago that, well, somebody's going to have to play Cane Ridge eventually, and but well, what if somebody doesn't play them? Sure. And so they don't take that loss because it's just never scheduled because there's not a Friday to play it. And I, I don't know how you decide well, that. that be, well,
2: that, that becomes a COVID win for whoever gets it. You well, know. I, okay. But you, you get the win on paper, but – as, you, as you're saying, you're playing an opponent that very well could have put a put a loss on you. That said, uh, better off not we don't, playing. Aren't we <laughs> don't, well, we don't know that for sure. Uh, yeah, better off not playing, and, and that, that clearly was going to be the case. So we shall see what we shall see. Uh, Eagles had a tough year, Jeff. I know you uh, follow that program maybe a little closer than some people do. Uh, you mentioned Lewis County put a pretty grand beating on them, but. Th- they start out. I think 0-3, if I don't remember right.
3: Yeah, they um, have, have struggled for sure, and it's a real it's a real shame because it's it's a quality program. Of, uh, injuries have really hurt them, which is a reason. Uh, uh, or I guess you could say it sounds like an excuse, and I guess it probably is. Well, with but,
2: with, with squads that are limited in size, like yeah. the people in those classifications, going to be injuries can really be a problem.
3: I think though that uh, just Trying to be as fair as possible, and I certainly want to do that. Moore County, Chapel Hill, Lewis County are all better football teams than Eagleville right now. Yeah, and uh, that's that's just in next year that may that may uh, recycle.
2: Wouldn't have anything to do with the Bill Talent factor. You you don't think do you? I don't think so. No, <laughs> Bill, the former principal now at Eagle, has uh, since retired, and and uh, no, I don't think that's probably it either. All right, um, let's go ahead and uh, Jeff take a break. We're going to come back with some breaking news in baseball. Breaking Just news it to me and and then uh, we'll come back and talk Braves baseball cuz they're going to play right here on well they're going to play someplace else, but they're going to be broadcast on this station tomorrow. 108 something like that. Let's take a break. We'll be back to talk baseball on All Sports Talk.
1: Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open.
4: Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate and if you've been in your home for a while you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me and we'll set up an absolutely free no obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website choosechip.net or give me a call 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates.
1: Good afternoon watching traffic increase even more so here on 24 coming back over from Davidson County into Rutherford Stop and go out here. Sections of 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Sections also on Middle Tennessee Boulevard is stop and go. Hey, celebrate autumn this year at Ober Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest. It's happening now through November 1st. Check it out at I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic.
3: We do it your way. It's our pizza.
1: When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I have been
2: remiss in mentioning Jeff's sponsors, Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin. Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin. Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin. That catches up, Jeff. <laughs>
3: That's fine. Uh, I want to repeat. I know you got something good over there. Um, the the Braves be on the air about quarter to one um, on um, Tuesday. On Tuesday, right here on WGNS, they play. Um, they play the Marlins. As the playoffs continue, and and well it was all they could do to beat the Reds, wasn't it? Particularly that first game, thirteen you innings. You know,
2: the Reds came in the hottest team in baseball the last two and a half weeks, they had the best record of anybody. All right. When you play a two-game series, three-game series, as we mentioned last week before they played it, that anything can happen there. For sure, the hottest team in baseball got shut out twice by a team that somebody told me and sitting across from me that starting pitching could be a problem. Well, the Braves didn't have any trouble with starting <laughs> pitching or the Reds couldn't went blind and couldn't hit anymore. And Freddie Freeman, who has just been named Baseball Digest 2020 Player of the Year, handed to us by a caller, uh, finally got that, that that one settled in the 13th inning. And then the Reds come back and lose the next one 5-0. So it was a sh- short ride in the playoffs and very disappointing for sure. It's just, for anybody, it's a shame to have a two-game stretch to find your season in some ways. But that's kind of where I'm sure they went from the outhouse to the Top of the heap to the outhouse really quickly in Cincinnati. Did Did you watch the uh, the the first game? I, I did not. I I, 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 I can't not. remember where I was, but I oh I I think I was I, I couldn't watch it. No, I was at the tennis tournament. I think
3: I listened to quite a bit of it on the radio. I didn't watch any of it, but they told they told me, I was told this, uh, and then my daughter who is a big Braves fan, she said that this was correct. She saw it that uh, that Bauer who is a terrific pitcher. Trevor Bauer, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, evidently struck somebody out or whatever, and did the tomahawk chop as he walked off the mound. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, he is a essentially slogan. saying something. <laughs> probably going to be named yeah. Cy Young winner. Yeah, probably so. And you know what? Cincinnati's never had one. That's I didn't I did, know that I did either. not know that, and I I thought, Mike, surely Tom Seaver was on that ball club. You go back to some other ball, some other really good pitchers. Uh, you would thought that, but Cincinnati's never had a Cy Young winner.
3: I. Um, I thought, and I—I I, I haven't looked it up, but I thought that Seaver would win it that year. I think he was like fourteen and one. I mean, it was just ridiculous. He was really it was. good
2: for the two or three years he was in Cincinnati. And
3: Valenzuela won it. Yeah. And I think he was fourteen and one. Now, I'm close on that, but of course, Dodgers. I'm sure will probably won the pennant or did something great, and so they. You over- think
2: Fernando Man- Mania had anything to do with that it at may- all? I would think so. He was yeah. kind of a. Classic, well, classic kind of a uh, guy that drew a lot of attention he was fun, fun to watch I always like to pitcher that's built like I am <laughs> <laughs> well he's, he's a little taller well okay <laughs> thanks Tim <laughs> <laughs> uh, 60 game season your, your, your take on that it, it turned out pretty good didn't it yeah sure oh, it By is. and large, unless you're a Cardinals player or uh, what was the other team that had to play a, a million doubleheaders in a row the last two weeks Oh, I don't remember. No, the Cardinals had to play a bunch it, of games. It may have
3: been the Marlins. The Marlins had to play I a think bunch. you're right. I think the, um, they were the other team. And the Cubs got put out early. And since you brought up the Cardinals, I, I would just I would just, just, say this is a sports show that both Lou Brock and Bob Gibson have both died. With within this baseball season, and boy, that was two great players.
2: Two great players for sure. Bob Gibson, the uh, pitcher, 64. Didn't he have an earned run average under one? I believe I'm uh, right on that. I maybe. don't. I think the year was. I think it, it was one of their
3: pennant years, which was 64. I believe it was 68. When could he, be. Could be. Like 1.3 or something. Yeah. Like I mean, that. it was. It's under one, which is unheard of. I don't remember.
2: And you better not. Get in the batter's box and dig in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> he made no he made no qualms about no. the fact that if you get over the plate, I'm going to throw it inside. That's With true. that fastball that uh, he knew what to do with. Yes. And uh, Lou Brock uh, started out – didn't he start out as a Cub? He did. Mm-hmm. He went to St. Louis and uh, turned out to be the base-stealing thi- f- phenom. He and Maury Wills, I guess, are the two names that come to my mind. Uh, Ricky Henderson, I guess, has to enter that picture as well as far as base-stealers, but Lou Brock was – one tremendous player, and both of those guys, Jeff, were classy, classy, classy guys.
3: Um, I I I know I, I saw them both play um, a, a few times, and I I don't really remember anything anything about them except they're both very very good. And, uh, um, and Brock was very popular, and people were literally much like Don Drysdale of the Dodgers. A lot of people were fearful of when they stepped in the batter's box against him because he didn't. He messed around. You better not be leaning <laughs> out over the plate and you better not be digging in the dirt too much. Or uh, you know, and you, and heaven help you if the guy before you had <laughs> Have a, a tattoo home run. <laughs> yeah, I had a home run. Because now you're definitely going down. I mean just but he won and he and he, he was he was a great pitcher.
2: Okay if I tell a story on myself, it's oh, very short. Go right ahead. My brother is two years younger than I and we both played on the Charlestown High School Pirates baseball team in Charlestown, Indiana. And he gave he hung the nickname on me of Lou Brick. <laughs> 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 would you like to guess why that was? Would that be? well earned. <laughs> would you want to guess why that would be? Well, no, I, I don't. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it would be because I rock was fast. Oh, I was not. You were. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. We're two series deep in the playoffs now, right? We got another two series to go before we get to the World Series, I guess. 16 teams in the playoffs. You got to whittle it down, but it's been fun. And the the nice part about it is, Jeff, if you want to watch baseball, there's lots to pick from about about every time of day and night.
3: Yeah, I mean they play all day when they and uh, um, one, I know one day last week they played eight games and you could watch four of them on. They just ran right into one right after another. And so if you like baseball, that's that's the place to be. And you don't have you don't have to worry about the crowd and the noise and all that kind of stuff. You can
2: just watch it. It's, it's a lot of fun. The teams have now moved to the bubbles, one in Texas, one in Arizona, which uh, I think is probably a good idea. And, and and they play all in one place as opposed to traveling back and forth and all those kind of things. The first series was best two out of three. The next series was best two three out of five. I think the next one, three out of five, and the World Series will be the best four out of seven. It's a lot well, of baseball for somebody.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, it's unusual because um, – Usually, the NBA is not playing at this time of year. Yes. They're, I don't know, it's October the 4th, 5th, 6th, right in that neighborhood. They, somewhere in this neighborhood, they start with some scrimmage games and, and some stuff before they start their season. Well, of course, they're in the finals. Yeah. And um, the Lakers got a win, yest- got a loss yesterday. So they, they lead the Heat 2 1, um, and that will be for the championship. And then the NFL. He, you think the NFL is in serious trouble with, the, with this COVID thing?
2: I don't know if they're in serious trouble, but they sure got some, some, some eyes wide open to what goes on. Jeff, unlike baseball, where the Cardinals could sit out 10 days and make them up in doubleheaders, you can't do that in football. No. The Titans have missed a game. Jeff, they can't miss another one. There's, just, there's no window out there left for them to play if they happen to miss another game. Uh, which means they'd have to forfeit, I guess. Which would not be a good thing. Equally, lose your winning streak, wouldn't it?
3: It really would. And they've got some problems. And it, and I can't believe. I'm I'm sorry, obviously, that it happened at all. And I'm particularly sorry that it was the Titans, particularly since they were three and O uh, and and all that kind of stuff. It, it goes with being three and O. But I'm afraid that somebody else now is going. And it's actually it's already happened. Like Kansas City's got a player. And what are the odds that the quarterback for the for the Patriots would be the one. Sure. The one guy you can't lose, he's the one that got sick. So and they play tonight. So I don't guess he'll play. I know he won't play. Um, but at least they're getting the game in. Yes. Right? Uh, but if, if the Titans don't play Buffalo or if some other team has a similar thing happen to them where you have to adjust the schedule, it's gonna be very well, let's, let's tricky. Say,
2: as an example. Let's say Buffalo comes up with that problem, or anybody on the Titans schedule it may not be the Titans next time around the game will have to be postponed. I'm just saying there's no window left for the Titans to go to. right, right. Because you They'd... can't play double headers in the NFL no, you cannot, and you can't play two a week,
3: any of that kind of stuff. You can go Monday Sunday if you want to, uh, but uh, other than that, no, and uh, it's just a, a very difficult thing, and there's uh, well, I was really surprised that the Vikings haven't had a problem. I was really it, stunned. They have not, yes. Uh, and they may have one yet. But um, obviously, I hope not. But there's they have made up the game, or they got a date for Pittsburgh, the Titans do. But suppose they had another one. They don't have a date. No. There is no date. So, And you've got a Super Bowl to play on a certain date. And lots of – lots of um, you just have to take a forfeit, I guess. I'd hate to see them do that.
2: Well, as I mentioned, and uh, we'll close on this note, in t football, there's six football, there's class, uh, nine classifications. Take that, take that back. We don't know who it's going to be, but I'm going to predict that there's going to be a very good football team, Jeff, that's going to lose out on an opportunity to go deep into the playoffs because of this. Their timing will not be good, and they're going to have that to work with. Same thing's true in the NFL, Jeff. If, if this happens in the NFL on the first round of the playoffs, that team's done. They're not going to go back and reschedule the whole thing. No, that's so there's great. There's going to be some severe consequence to it, and uh, it's going to be, quote, unfair. But sometimes unfair is the only thing you can do. There's no options left.
3: Well, I sure hope that we don't have any more problems, but uh, the, the history to this point says that we will. Um, and I don't know how long Cam Newton's got to sit out. I don't have any idea whether he'll be able to play next weekend or not. And the news keeps telling us that Buffalo and the Titans are very much in question. Um, that's whether they'll be able to play or not. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll
2: see. All right, Jeff, I'm going to close this thing out by just saying thank you to First Bank for being one of our sponsors, First Bank across the state of Tennessee, certainly right here in Murfreesboro, where we do our banking with First Bank. They're good folks. Hope you'll give them a shot with your banking needs. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Monty Hale will be in tomorrow for more All Sports Talk. Braves Baseball up tomorrow afternoon. All sports talk
1: on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Jeff Walters with Exit Realty, Bob & Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, and Dwayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.